here we go. Like I said, episode 73. This is No Laugh Track Acme's podcast. Thanks to Circle of Heat, the music we just heard right there. Uh, why are we here today to do another interview? This time, podcasting with Patrick Keene. Yes, sir. Thank What's you. What's up, man? Good to see you. Uh, episode 73. I'm literally, in my mind, I'm like, who's a famous number 73 in football? And I, I think that's a very un- unfamous number. Yeah. Like no, that. it's funny that you... Uh, ne- next week... I know what I'll be saying. It'll be episode 74, and I'll be like, oh, that's the year I was born. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. 73? 73. I mean, I went to high school with a guy named Matt Deller, who was number 73. Really good. But you guys won't know him. <laughs> oh, him! Yeah, yeah. But I'm trying to think of some. And Circle of Heat is Trevor Anderson, is that? That's right. Uh, yeah, I've actually seen them perform. Two years ago I was here, and I no saw shit. them perform live. Yeah, he's great. I They're do great. believe you're the first one who's a... Uh, most people go, what the fuck is that? Right. Circle of heat. <laughs> Not you. Yeah. I, I, you know, they're great. Uh, they make a great pizza during the day, too, over there at Campus Pizza. Yeah. I think. See? Yeah. <laughs> well, you do have it covered. Nice. Are you a sports fan? Yeah. Yeah. I try to I try to quit. I try to get away. But uh, <clears throat> it's too hard, man. I'm too. I'm, I'm even watching hockey now. Are you? Yeah. As Who I are your older. teams? Uh, well, I live in L.A., and they, and they just won, and that was exciting. Um, it was good for the city and I think good for the sport uh, in, in hockey in the last five years and six years it's been a big market like there's Detroit Pittsburgh Boston Chicago twice uh, LA I'm probably missing some but those are good cities and then that yeah, builds yeah. the builds the rep for hockey so and then I like the Red Wings because my family's from Michigan oh okay uh, originally so yeah but uh, you yeah, end up at any Kings games? Uh, I've never been. I, I I used to go to Ice Pirates games. They were a minor league hockey team in Helena, Montana, where I went to college. Oh, so wow. we'd go, and those were really exciting. Were was, there any uh, future stars that you saw, uh, or was it just basically like um, slap shot? Slap shot, basically. <laughs> it's basically slap shot. Yeah, which is the beauty of minor league uh, hockey. Oh yeah, it's not. They're not really. They have a lot of talent. They don't even really play there. Okay, but uh, a lot of brutes. Oh, it is. It's gritty, man. Yeah, it, it is. It is. It is gritty. It's. Um, it was fun. We used to go and because we couldn't drink at our own football or basketball games, but we could go drink at like Ice Pirates games uh, or uh, or the Milwaukee Brewers was a minor league baseball team or uh, the uh, Helena Brewers was a minor league baseball team there. We used to go and we could drink there, but. Uh, Fascinating stuff, just fascinating. Uh, but yeah, it was a good time. Did you? I, I was watching some of your stuff online. Am I remembering this right? You, you have uh, some. You were saying something about no beer at Dodger Stadium. Oh, you watch? Wow, you watched that? Yeah, there was a section, and I don't know if it's still. It's not the whole stadium. No, no, it's not. It's in one of the bleacher sections, and I don't know if it's still enforced or still intact. But it was a law you couldn't get beer in that part of the stadium. Because years ago, this is now this is probably six or seven years ago, uh, somebody was stabbed in that section, clearly because of beer. You know, God knows all the beer that's drank in, in the Midwest, and nobody gets stabbed. You know, uh, but so so they said, no, no, no more beer in that section. And then the joke is, uh, and then when I found out that you couldn't have beer in baseball game in America, I stabbed. Something. So it just it worked against itself. I, well, I, I have a lot of interest in that, uh, whether that's true or not, because. A little bit of something about me yeah. is uh, I have one of my many jobs is I am a, a beer vendor oh, right. oh, around nice. town here. So I work at the Wild Games, oh, okay. uh, Vikings, and Twins. So Those are the big ones. I've never, I don't know, 
I don't think anyone's been stabbed from um, no, me from selling all, a beer no, from them. I don't think. And and by the way, worse things have happened now at Dodger Stadium since that. St- like you know, the one guy that was close to death. Oh, the that's Giants right. Fan. And that's then right. Somebody up in San Francisco this year was beaten or killed or something. I don't know. It's just ridiculous. It's absurd. I, it goes beyond the baseball. I mean, it's just dumbness wherever. Eek. That's all I have to say. But I tried to get away from sports. I lived in Asia for a couple of years, and I, and you know, you're you're. You don't have any access to it. You have the internet, of course, but you have very limited access to what's going on. The time change is brutal, so you don't really follow sporting events, which is good for me. That's what it took for me to not watch sports was I had to live in Asia <laughs> for three years. So, What is that uh, free time of watching sports replaced with in Asia? Um, it's a lot Asian of... Asian girls? Uh, yeah, there's there's some of that. You know, there's some of that. And uh, I don't know, flower arranging? <laughs> no, <laughs> paper folding? Yeah, <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah, you, cold noodles. <laughs> How many stereotypes can I think of? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tea ceremony. <laughs> Tea ceremony, yes. Uh, kabuki. Oh, yeah. It's wonderful. It's all that. <laughs> so well, let's go back here. What, uh, Like you said, you saw, you've seen Circle of Heat yes. in this city. In this city, too. What side of history do you have in Minneapolis? Uh, you know, I have a grandmother from St. Paul. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, I have a grandmother who, uh, she was of German descent. They were from Wisconsin, and then she, her family moved to... Uh, St. Paul, and then she moved to Detroit, or she met my grandpa, got married, had kids, had us, you know, eventually. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, so we I was at a family reunion here as a kid back in like 1990. I wow. I was a kid. No uh, kidding. Yeah, it was crazy to uh, the Twin Cities. And uh, and then I used to come here with Swartz, and I opened for Swartz a couple times when he'd Nick. come home here, and it was amazing to to play with Nick Swartz in his hometown, like... Yeah. It was at Acme once. One time it was a theater. I don't know if it was a state theater. I don't know which theater it was. Sold out, obviously. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And just amazing, you know, amazing performer. And then not only that, but the community, you know, around him. Oh, yeah. His, his family's here and stuff. Oh, yeah. And, uh, Nick's a good guy. Yeah. And I don't know if you have you ever had Louis Anderson. Have you ever had him on your podcast? I know Louis. I okay. know Louis well. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a big... Uh, he has a long-running relationship with the radio station I work at. Oh, he does? Okay. Oh, yeah. Like... Sure. goes back 20-some years, sure. so absolutely. A lot of great comics. In fact, one of the uh, the early highlights of my radio career was meeting Louie, and then uh, I was very starstruck because I remember my dad you know, pointing Louie out on television sure. when I was a kid. Hey, this guy's from Minnesota. you got to check him out. He's from St. Paul. We're from St. Paul. Right. And uh, and then after I met him a few years after that, we were there, were, there was that uh, comedy festival they used to have in Las Vegas every year. Yep. In November. And uh, I wanted to go one year, and I ended up talking to Louie about it, and he called me on the phone because he uh, to let me know he hooked me up with tickets to the to the uh, to the whole deal. Jesus, that's yeah. great. Yeah, yeah. Great. so yeah, great is Louie a good guy? Yes, yeah. Louie's a great guy. And yeah, I was like, fantastic. I remember hanging up the phone like, holy fuck, Louie Anderson just called me. This is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So he's, yeah, he's, uh, he's good, man. He's good. When I lost my dad, he actually called me a few times because he had lost his dad, obviously. Mm-hmm. And, uh, oh, wow. And uh, I was like, wow, he's really making, it wasn't just a courtesy call. It was like, how you doing, man? Waited, you know, and then a couple days later, another call. And then like a few no weeks shit. later, I'm like, wow, this guy's follow up. This is great. And it really helps, you know, it, it really, I mean, the guy's got uh, world experience. Uh, wow, that's really neat. But, so how about working in, uh, When's the first? So you came here with Nick? Yeah, I came here with Nick, and then uh, it got to the point that was right on the cusp of him 
uh, moving out of comedy clubs and into theaters yeah. and selling out theaters. Yep. And uh, I got to work with Nick and uh, open for him. He takes a lot of guys out on the road. Yeah. And it's quite a, it's fun. The show is fun and the after show is, is really fun with Nick Swartz. You've seen the sun come up with Nick. Oh, many, t- yeah. Yeah, many <laughs> times. Many times. Yeah. And uh, once I think uh, I saw the sun come up from his brother's front yard. Yeah. One of my, one of my nights and mornings here. Yeah, John. Yeah, John. John oh, yeah. Swartzen. Yeah, yeah we I've were, met him. Uh, walking to the car, and we just took a little break at 5.30 a.m. from his apartment to the car. <laughs> and then uh, we, we, he woke us up, him and another guy, Rory, over at the Green Mill. They woke us up <clears throat> about 7.30, and they were like, hey, man, we'll, we'll give you a ride. Didn't, doesn't look like you made it very far here. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, that was one of the great trips. One now, Nick's not in town. You're, you're not. Uh, no, I don't there's know. There's no know. chance of that this weekend. Uh, no, I think, yeah, no no chance there. So he's either uh, in L.A. or New York taping something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's always moving around. It's great. But you have a lot of great, I mean, uh, Mitch, and then uh, and not only great ones, but great ones on their way. I, I saw the mm-hmm. uh, open mic here Monday, and there's there's some really funny people. Yeah, you were saying before we started recording, you, you were down, you were in town Monday? Yeah, yeah. So you came to the open mic? It is the best open mic in America, obviously, people know that. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, there's so many funny people with unique voices and really well-delivered jokes, and it's like, wow, a lot of these a lot of these guys are, are already working or will be working in the business. Yeah, I always tell people, uh, I mean, there isn't a ton going on if you have a social life on Mondays, not right. that I do, right? <laughs> but uh, I got to get up early. I got kids. I got you know. It's not for me too much. I try to, but uh, yeah, the open mic here is fantastic. Free admission. Free. I can't believe you it. just basically have to show up early enough to get in because it fills up. Yeah, they have to turn yeah. people away. And the talent is uh, it's people. The one the most recent time I was down here is because a friend of mine. It was his first time. Had never been on a stage anywhere ever and oh wow it was so cool i've to talked watch. about it on this yeah. podcast before it was really really cool to watch him do it sure and then yeah but then like there's uh you know headliners that are also in the crowd that come up you know an yeah. hour later to do five six seven eight minutes like holy crap man it's amazing like, i was telling him like do you realize what just happened to you there right like this is if you actually continue with this this isn't going to be a good story yeah you know yeah how right. did so let's say that what a segue what's how did you start then uh i started i um in college, I grew up in Orange County. We moved from the Midwest to Orange County when I was a kid. And uh, then in college, I started just, I was in class and I started writing funny. I'm like, well, what I thought was funny. Like, oh, this would be a funny thing if, in a movie. This would be a funny scene, mm-hmm. uh, you know. Um, and then I just kept writing those things. And finally, you have like a couple pages by the by the time you graduate college six years later. Mm-hmm. And, uh, right. And so I, I put it into a screenplay that was like about my friends and uh Pretty, it was garbage, probably. You know, there were some silly moments, but but then I was yeah. asking, and I was like, "Oh, I want to get into kind of show business and, and writing scripts and stuff." And and someone said, "Well, the quickest way, you know, you're going to be in a long line of people. Get your face out there, so people, you know, when you try to sell your scripts, there's a face, there's a name to go with it." And how do you do that? Oh, you can act. Uh, oh, really? Well, that takes years, and you know, you have to take classes. Well, stand up, you can do tonight. You can do stand up comedy yeah. tonight. Yeah, yeah. And so I just started in 2000 doing that in Orange County and. Uh, it never went bad enough to stop. You know, it, it was never like, oh, this is awful. I mean, it has been awful at times, but <laughs> right. never so bad that you should stop. <laughs> um, and I just stayed with it. For th- and I'd like to eventually, you know, get back to writing scripts. I, I do still write loosely, you know, scripts and, and try to submit them, but not full time. But, uh, yeah, for now, stand-ups, it's doing all right. What... Uh so where is that that early script? Do you have still have it sitting uh, somewhere? It's somewhere, yeah. It's you know I could actually. It was about. Uh, it was called Home Video, and it was about a couple of friends that uh, tried intentionally try to make something that 
makes it on America's Funniest Home Video, you know. But it, it results in disaster. Like one, they have a cat, I think, doing something, and that and the cat dies, and then uh, they're trying to film some guy, but he he commits suicide, and they're like, oh, we can't submit that, and like everything leads to a disaster, and then finally, in the end, their video wins, but it's something they did accidentally, which. How- why isn't this? A, this seems like a movie that should have already like been out, been right? Made. And I think now, yeah, now we can do it with YouTube video. We could just call it something different, not home video, but maybe I don't know, us tube or something, yeah, yeah, we tube or something, and uh, and it could still, I guess, we could still make it. People tell me to you know revisit it. I, I have another. Real, I like yeah. that. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad because it really is applicable. You have all totally. kinds of stuff. Oh yeah. Uh, just put a zombie in it. That'll put a zombie it. in it. Yeah, yeah a mm-hmm. zombie. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, good looking guy zombie and everybody right. jesus but uh <laughs> no it's good in the yeah and so um so that's always there the creative juices now with the internet and all this media social media is incredible we, yeah we can do we can do anything but uh yeah i moved to la right right when i started stand-up so that was good and that's, you're still there yeah yeah still living there it's a tough place to start la and new york are tough places to start but you know living in orange county i wasn't going to go to san francisco or austin only to come back to la it's like okay la is an hour away let's just go yeah. and do it there yeah yeah for sure yeah so it's great it's 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 been good and it takes a while you, it, you know and a lot of people in la are trying to kind of work around getting good at stand-up like oh i'll do what do you mean well it's like oh i'll kind of do stand-up kind of and and that's true of any uh uh profession within entertainment uh, in LA. So if it's an actor, he's also, you know, maybe doing voiceover or, or music or, or the stand up or, or whatever. And then as, if you're a stand up, you're kind of doing stand up, you're kind of doing acting, commercial auditions, all this. Whereas I feel like in New York or, or some other cities, actors are actors and, and stand ups are stand ups. You just can't really split your okay. focus. Yeah, it's yeah, too, yeah. you know, you really want to get good at your craft. And in LA, really splits your focus and you're kind of all over the place. Uh, you know, I, I know so many friends that are kind of stand-ups, but then they also work on a show during the day, uh, yeah. or, or or they you know do this at night, or you know they they also do headshots, or they also walk dogs, and <laughs> uh, and then you come to like cities like Chicago, Minneapolis, Austin, Boston, New York, San Francisco, and you see oh these are full-time comics mm-hmm. that just because they don't live in L.A. doesn't mean you know they're not professional right, right. performers, yeah. So it's been an eye-opening experience, kind of going backwards, starting in LA and going, you know, yeah, no shit. My way so uh, the acting bug—you've done a little bit of acting, a little right? bit, yeah. When it's when it's there, yeah, I don't pursue pursue it so much. But if it's there, I'll do it. I love doing it. It's fun. It's kind of easier, you know, than stand up. What was um, the first acting thing? Uh, I think Beverly Hills Chihuahua Part Two. I was one of the cops. In the, really? With the Chihuahua, when, you know, <laughs> stop crime. So that was good. I, I don't think we had any. I don't think anybody had lines. I think it was all voiceover by the Chihuahua. I didn't make. The, I wasn't in the first one. Uh, I was like Frank Pentangeli. I only made the second. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if they're going to have like three. a cast jacket. Beverly Hills uh, Chihuahua yeah. oh, too. God, I, no, I, w- I don't. I don't even know if it's if you can find it on video or Netflix or whatever. But was uh, it in theaters? I don't it, remember it being in theaters. The DVD, I yeah, think, probably. probably right to DVD. Yeah, yeah that's. <laughs> <laughs> But Beverly Hills, I love the sequel, Beverly Hills Show Up Part Two. Not the, you know, not no. the original. Uh-uh. No, it's no. like Mission Impossible. Uh, what was it? <laughs> what, was, what, was, what was the uh, Chuck Norris movie? Uh, Delta Force? Or? It was, it was uh, in the beginning. So it was uh, Missing in Action. Yeah. And then Missing in Action Part Two, the beginning. <laughs> so it was like, we're going, 
<laughs> we're flip-flopping. <laughs> where is the Chihuahua? So, yeah, Tell me, what was the like? Was the Chihuahua hard to work with? He uh, he was good. He had some good handlers. He surrounded himself with good people, and that yeah, makes a difference. That's important. No matter what species you are. Yep, you people gotta, always say that's important. got to have that, man. I don't care if you're a boxer, if you're a comic, and you do these professions that are lonely. It's still not alone. You still have to have some support group somewhere. You know, it's, <laughs> This whole right. thing's a team effort. What else? <laughs> I didn't expect that answer. I love it. What else? <laughs> Chihuahua part two. And then uh, I was in, I'm in uh, a bunch of Jimmy Kimmel sketches. Um, I know those people over there, so they'll call me in to be in some sketches. Oh, really? Sometimes, yeah, to play whatever character. I mean, yeah. it's random, those sketches and everything. And You weren't uh, in with the uh, Chinese kid that uh, is pissing everybody off this week. Oh, no, I haven't seen that yet. Yeah. I haven't seen that. I heard about it, but yeah. uh, no, I haven't, uh, I haven't been in that. I, I don't really like the uh, hidden camera stuff too much if it's going to be cruel. Uh, if there's no payoff, like if you don't get the person, the mark, if you don't get the mark's reaction after the joke is played on them and they're not cool with it, I, I, I don't feel comfortable because I think life's hard enough. And I I think people getting messed with like that, it, it, it can set them off. I mean, it's not like Candid Camera was fun in the old days or, mm-hmm. or what Improv Everywhere. I don't know if you've seen what they do online. It's called Improv Everywhere in no. New York City. Okay. And they go around and they just kind of do these live hidden camera things and it's really funny and it's refreshing and it's it's good for the human spirit it's very it's great so i like watching those but uh if a hidden camera is just like messing with someone to the point that they kind of lose their shit i'm not so much into it. i am amazed at the run of nice guys that have uh, been the guests on the podcast here oh right. of like the, you get like just the kind hearts like yeah, no, no, yeah. no it's too mean yeah you know yeah. it's funny you say that like uh, a lot of comics I talked to, like good ones. That Matt that, Bronner you know. was one that stands out in my uh, memory. He was here, I don't know, a month ago, three, four weeks ago. And, and he, he doesn't. It, it just like the, like, I mean, every, you know, a lot of nice guys, but just, like even very nice similar guy, to what you were just saying. Yeah, that guy's a professional. Like, uh, you know, I just, you know, things cruel. I just not, I'm not okay with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When, yeah, when somebody's like a butt that. of a joke, I'm just not okay. Like, wow. Yeah, it's... Look it's, at you guys. Yeah, well, it's funny. I think it's because, like, you know, um, who did I... I was talking to Ian Bag once, and, and we he had a problem with someone doing, making fun of homeless people, and he didn't like, you know, and I was like, oh, it's so interesting. And a lot of great comics don't like to, you know, beat on, you know, the people that aren't, uh, you know, they can't defend themselves or the homeless, you know, easy targets like yeah. that. And I was like, that's so interesting to me. Like, you're it, it really is. Because you'd think... Kind of the opposite, like ah, oh, look at that, look at that, punchline, punchline, punchline. Yeah. But really, it's and like no one's getting hurt. Let's yeah. just bam, 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 bam. Yeah, it's like honor among thieves in jail. Uh-huh. You have, you know, there's like kind of a hierarchy of oh, you committed this crime, you're a real bad guy, right? As opposed to the yeah. rest of us. Yep. And in comedy, I think there is that honor among thieves where it's like, hey, come on, don't make fun of like that. Yeah. But, uh, Boy, that's really something that uh, yeah, my eyes have been open to while doing this yeah. job. Crazy. No kidding. Having so, said that, there's a million comics out there making retard jokes. <laughs> so, yes, but whatever you know, including Nick Swartzen. Right, right, right. Who, con- who even talks about the joke? But, yeah, um, damn ready. <laughs> uh, Halloween. Yeah, tomorrow. Tomorrow, Halloween. What costume Eve. will you be wearing on stage? That's a good question. I was here a couple of years ago for Halloween, coincidentally. Oh, really? Dressed as Rodney. Dangerfield. You're kidding. No, I, I, we, it was myself and, and Joe Larson and Trevor Anderson, and we all dressed like uh, a famous comic. No way. Yeah. And uh, I think Joe and Trevor were uh, Robin Williams and Steve Martin, I think. It was pretty funny. And then uh, I just did Rodney. I did the red tie and the white hair. And it was fun. It was good. I think the crowd got into it. And uh, Did you try any Rodney jokes? Not really. Not really. No. Uh, yeah. I can't do impersonations. I, no. I tried to do a Kennedy once because someone someone booked me to play a Kennedy, and 
they're like, yeah, maybe we'll just go speech. We'll go no sound. <laughs> oh, oops. But uh, no, it was good. I don't, I don't know that I'll dress up. Maybe put on some makeup or something for tomorrow. We'll see. How about childhood memories of Halloween? Uh, childhood memories, yeah. It's, uh, was it big in your family? Yeah, it was good. It was good. The pillowcase, you know, instead, you remember they tried to give you, oh, use these bags. And right away as a kid, you're like, well, oh, the worst ever is yeah. the, like the bucket that looks like a pumpkin. Yeah. Yeah. That's no. not, you're not carrying that around. No, no, no. That pillow sack you can throw over and store so much more candy. That's, you know, it's funny because I can still remember that wasn't an idea that my, my parents gave me. That was one, like the neighbor kid came over and was right. like, no, no, no pillowcase. Yeah. Mom, I need a pillowcase. Right. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. And then everything changed. Yeah. Yeah. I only wish I knew that when I was five instead of ten. Right. Yeah. How late? When when does someone cut off trick-or-treating? Like junior high or is that too I late? I think so. I think so. Chad okay. Daniels, we talked about this last week, and Chad was saying oh, he doesn't have a problem with like, teenagers going. He's like, yeah, no, why not? If they're in costume. Yeah. Right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's interesting. Teenagers. Okay. So high school even. All right. When is too late? college <laughs> i think high school's too high late school's too, okay interesting <laughs> and we've totally taken it and made it our own because i don't think they it's it originated in europe but i don't think they celebrate it like we do surely it's halloween oh the door-to-door candy yeah i don't think it's that i don't know i know st patrick's day is definitely different from here and from ireland you're irish yeah have you been in ireland on st. i've patrick's been there a few day? times never on st patrick's day yeah but i'm told it's like a holy like people go to church <laughs> I don't know, and they don't party like we do. Yeah, here. no beer. Yeah, no beer in church. Especially no green beer. Yeah, I don't think, I think we really took it to another level. Which I think the green beer is an awful idea. Well, it's the food coloring it gets in your teeth. It's disgusting. I think two <laughs> people are making out, and it's just, <laughs> it's ridiculous. But uh, And it's still there the next morning if you have the uh, day after puking. Oh, God. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, the puking's bad enough, and then to have green face with the vomit. <laughs> But uh, no, it's it's good. Irish German is, is is a good mix. There's a lot of that in this part of the country. Irish oh yeah, German, for sure. Polish, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, Minnesota's more what Scandinavian though. There's a lot more. Yes, uh, Nordic and, and angular mm-hmm. features on people. Yep, I'm Swedish. You're Swedish. Norwegian. So, okay. German. Bam. Oh, it's so funny that all these people traveled from cold parts of Europe to, to get, land in cold parts to get to another America. one. Yeah. Yeah. What, and what, what was the difference? What was the freedom from government? I don't know. What, what, I mean, I literally don't know back well, then. Why is it that I have, you know, I'm old enough. I'm an adult. I could leave. I don't like the cold that much. Right. Why am I going to stay here for the rest of my life? I'm sure I am. Yeah. Yeah. What, what I'm just going to bear yeah. with it. And why did we settle, like, all those warm spots? Was it cattle? I don't, I don't know. What, like, was <laughs> yeah. It, was it maybe salt trails or something? I, I don't the, know. Uh, the uh, you know there's a fertile soil here for farming. Yeah, that's what I'm going with. Yeah, no, it's true. You got a good spot here. We're right off the Mississippi. It's yeah. beautiful. I mean, my I know my ancestors like the German ones. They were farmers. And then there's cities north of here, eight hours that have a million people in them. Like I went to school in Helena, Montana. Calgary was eight hours north with more than a million people. I'm mm-hmm. like, how are people eight hours north of here? We're <laughs> so far up here. <laughs> and there's Calgary, and then Edmonton is beyond that a couple hours. Are you suggesting we just cut off the globe? You know, take take off the north part, northern yeah. northern yeah, I, most I, I parts. I just don't know. It's like they clearly got there in summer and were like, "Oh, it'll be like this forever." And then it wasn't for a long time. It was cold for another six to eight months, and then they're like, "Oh, possibly it was a banishment. Yeah. Maybe everyone that ended up too far north, it was a punishment." Yeah. Well, Jesus. 
So uh, fascinating stuff here for our listeners, I'm sure. <laughs> it, it, it is. You know the biggest story of the day, and I, I, uh, I hope you're okay with this, yeah. the Jonas Brothers broke up. That's what I heard. I heard uh, that they broke up. Yeah. I never got to see them live or dead. <laughs> but uh, yeah. there's three of them, right? I believe so. I don't know anything about them. I it's, saw it was a headline. It's so funny nowadays. I don't know if this is always how it's been, but <clears throat> there's so many famous people that you're like, why are they? Fa-? Like, I don't know one song. I couldn't pick them out of a lineup. I think I know what they look know, like. That's yeah. about it. Dark hair, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, maybe I've seen them in magazines. Well, sure. uh, in adorable, obviously. Right. Dreamy. Dreamy, okay. Yeah. So it's like an sync or a New Kids. <laughs> Pretty much. All right, Backstreet. Pretty much. The Tony Rock Project, you acted on that thing. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's yeah. right. Thanks very much. Yeah, yeah. I was on there with uh, John Heffron, and um, it, there was only a few white people. It was... Uh, well, it was on the CW. It was on the CW, yeah. yeah. John Heffron, Whit- Whitney, or uh, Whitney. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cum- Cummings? Cummings, yeah. Yep. Whitney Cummings, and uh, I think Butch Bradley did a spot on it. We were on that, and it was uh, it was fun, short-lived. I think part of the problem was cr- Tony Rock, and we were trying to appeal to the black audience and it's like tony you're black they're already on your side appeal to the white audience your black following will come with you naturally like you'll be a but we were trying maybe too hard and it was like uh i don't know it was just kind of stuff that i think his brother chris rock had done i think mm-hmm. Chappelle had done and it just wasn't unique enough but uh it was fun it was a fun group um we had some funny bits we had a bit where it was myself and a, and a black guy, and we both walked around with handcuffs, and we'd ask people, hey, can you, here's the key. We're holding the key, but we couldn't reach yeah, yeah. The, the lock. So we're just asking random people, like, hey, could you unlock these for me? It's just, it's a long story. It's kind of weird. And people were freaking out, you know, at him. And with me, they're like, sure, no problem right there. No way. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy. Um, That's great stuff. Yeah. So that was, we had a hidden camera. We had to wear glasses with a little hidden camera in the middle, but uh, it was fun. Hey, how, why on your bio uh, it, it says that uh, record-setting viewership on Comedy Central? What, what does that? Oh, mean? Uh, that got a lot of hits. Some uh, I did a I did a bit on Live at Gotham that got uh, a ton of hits, um, and it was uh, about it's a Cain and Abel, Adam and Eve, Garden of Eden joke, hmm. and uh, people were like, I don't know, people voted on it or something, or they 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 it got a lot of hits on the internet, and people were like, oh look, it's one of the best Gotham sets. Oh. that they've had so i was like oh that's flattering cool good to know uh but a, a message to anybody out there is you just have to keep writing because i i thought coming off that i was like oh okay cool now they'll want uh they'll want me to do a special on comedy central probably you know within the year and that doesn't that does come but not automatically it's like oh okay you've done one no no not yet, not I'm, yet. I'm working towards that yeah and it's like oh i thought that would have been automatic but but not the case man you have to keep going boy because there's always somebody on your heels and there's so many other people writing creating and yeah how about late night tv you've done a little bit of that did, uh, yeah done uh some ferguson appearances and uh, those gotta be fun those are fun those are great that's a fun crowd he's it's a nice layout uh if you're ever a comic that that is going to do a late night show i haven't seen a lot of the sets letterman's a nice layout and uh uh kimmel can be a little tougher it's a bigger room it's not as intimate have but, you done stand-up on Kimmel? Uh, never stand-up on Kimmel, no. We, they, they don't have them so much, but no. uh, just been in some sketches. But uh, they've had a couple. It's hard to do well. Like, if you're not a musical act or a big act, it's tough for a cerebral act to do well doing stand-up on, on the Jimmy Kimmel show. But the Ferguson cra- crowd, is, is it's laid out in such a way that you can excel on that. You, know, we, you were mentioned earlier about, like, comics are doing, you know, kind of focusing on a lot of them 
in LA are focusing on like two things or doing this during the day and right. this at night. Right. Are you one of the guys that like I'm going to be a musician as well? I know a lot of uh, comics like right. big music fans and oh yeah, I play I, guitar. And, yeah, I'm, I do love it. I love the music, but I'm like the last tier it gets to. Like it finally gets to me. Like if you're a good band or something, I don't hear about it until like a, a certain amount of friends have, and then it gets <laughs> oh, to see. my eyes or ears because uh, I'm not that active. I really try to go after what I do and not. There's so many people that that want to be a uh, dabble in everything and i'd rather kind of be a specialist in this one thing and you know have a little bit of a legacy and make money and do well and succeed and eventually give back but uh there's there's people that i think do things for the image of it you know that that get the house that get the boat that you know smoke cigars that that drink this stuff and it's like do you enjoy those things or do you like the 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 image you know, which maybe that's what it is okay well then there must be times when you're sitting around going well what if i what if you know, maybe that works for other people. Maybe I, maybe I should. Right. Anything pop in your head like, well, that would, yeah, well, that could work for me. Yeah. You know, like yeah. uh, you'll be the guy with the, I don't know. I'm gonna start talking with an accent, or oh, I'm gonna, right, right. I'm gonna, right. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna bring a kazoo up on stage. Or, yeah, you know, you, you you try little gimmicks. Like I used to bring a huge water jug, like a big spark. You know, people bring up a water bottle to drink while they talk. I would bring up a big sparklets thing. <laughs> And take and like you know only drink out of it once or twice in the set, but it's this huge and people are like what the hell is that guy doing? <laughs> and or I'd bring out a big you know in my pocket I'd have a big poster board that would act as notes and then I'd unravel it. It's bigger and bigger and, and bigger. It's huge and people are loving it and laughing and then I'd put it away and do a one liner or something. <laughs> and so they love that. But eventually you're you're like okay if it's it's like in in school when you cheat. If you put the time into studying that you're putting into cheat sheets and all the different ways there are to cheat. You're going to learn the material anyway. Mm-hmm. So in the end, there there aren't no shortcuts, you know. No. And, and and people try to, you know, when you start out in comedy, people are like, oh, how soon do I need headshots? Well, how long have you been doing comedy or acting? Oh, I just started. Well, then you don't need headshots for a couple, like wait a year or yeah, two. Yeah. You know, get get your feet wet. Yeah. Um. So uh, so there's that. Do you have any wares that you sell at the show? Uh, I just started selling shirts, t-shirts. I, I, I'm going to record an album here in the next year. But uh, for now, I just uh, I'll sell T-shirts in the end, and I'll never force it on people. I'll be like, "Hey, this is here if you want it, guys." Um, I don't like a lot of interaction with the crowd afterwards. I like to kind of decompress in the green room, wait for everybody to clear out. Oh, okay. Yeah, You're, but that's uh, your style. Yeah, yeah. But you don't there's a lot of people there. that are like, "Hey, man, here's the CD, here's the shirt, here's the coo-, which is good if you can do it. I mm-hmm. just I don't have the stomach for it. Yet. Why not? I don't know. I I, I think. Uh, I feel a little awkward, you know, which is so funny because you just entertain the people. You were just, yeah, yeah. it's, yeah. So if, if, they, had, if they had a good time, just You'd think you'd want to them. soak that up for 20 yeah. minutes. Yeah. Never last too long. Right, right. I'd kind of, I'd sometimes prefer just going back and, and letting them, because I want them to be free to go talk about the show and not like, I don't want their last image of me to be like me standing at a table trying to sell t-shirts. I want it to be of walking off stage hmm. and, like, and okay. kind of in a mad sweep sweeping exit you know so but whatever but then the flip side of that is that they can uh you know you stand there and pose for that nice picture that they can that's throw true. up on facebook and yeah well i'll come i usually let like some people go and then i'll come out because then it's not a crazy scene you yeah know? but uh but yeah it's nice to have those there's ones. a um <clears throat> i don't know if you know who uh dave mordahl comedian i know the name I definitely know. He, well, you may recognize the name he was on uh, last comic standing okay. the first few seasons did made it was on almost every episode of oh. the first couple seasons of that show 
He's a local guy. He works uh, on the radio show I work at here in Minneapolis. And he doesn't really perform much anymore. Uh, and it's his choice. Right. And, and I know I don't. I'm sure he's not going to be upset because he talks about this about selling the people element. Or he something? doesn't. It's the 100 percent the people element. That's so crazy. He's told me that uh, a lot of great ones are like that though. And he is one of the funniest people I've ever yeah. met. Uh, it's a privilege to be able to work with him right. uh, three days a week on the radio. And uh, Chad Daniels doesn't uh, talk to the crowd. He he wants to stay. Yeah, out. like he wants. It out. drives me nuts because yeah. I look at Mordal. I'm like, you could be. You, you could do things with yeah. this, and you choose not to. And he's just like, if I could just go to a club, uh, do my show, and then leave out a back door. Right, right. Show up, not talk to anyone, do the show, leave through a back door. God, then, so if funny. they could let me do that everywhere, every night. It'd be perfect. Yeah. That's, wow. That's that's like Larry David style. You yeah. Know? Or, or just, because they used to say, Larry David would be great. He would have been a great, great comic uh, without the show, you know, just on his own as mm-hmm. a stand-up, mm-hmm. not as a writer. But, uh, if if it just weren't for the audience, you know, if 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 they just didn't have to be there, he could have been. Which I think he's great, great anyway. But uh, but uh, you know, uh, there's another guy, Quinn Dahl, who's a friend of mine who lives out in L.A. He's very funny, but he's a little bit like that too. Or I don't mm. know, he doesn't want to really associate with with the human aspect <laughs> of it, which is funny. But, but you hang out with comedians, yeah, you got a lot of comedy buddies, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, Nick was one of the first ones out in L.A., and then uh, like Henry Phillips. Oh yeah, That's Henry's great, been yeah. on his podcast. Oh, Henry's yeah, awesome. Okay. Yeah, he's fantastic. Um, Augie Smith, Owen Smith, those are both great guys yeah. out in LA. And uh, you know, it's just so many. There's there's plenty. And it, it, you know, you try to like you try to shape your uh in LA, you kind of somebody told me this, you kind of write from the outside outside in. And I was like, "Oh yeah, that's true. You try to shape it too much, I think. I don't know who said that, but uh you're trying to be funny for Comedy Central or, or SNL or The Tonight Show or whatever. And it's like, worry about being funny for the world and then, you know, shape, do some shaping later, you know, which is uh, what I'm trying to do more of. Yeah. How often are you working now? Uh, about three weeks a month. So I'm out on the road quite a bit. It's great. Uh, yeah. From here, I go to Wisconsin for a couple of weeks and then uh, Indianapolis and then Toledo. So, But when you leave, like, uh, there's nobody back home that's like, no, I'm not come married. back soon. No, no, it's, it's you know, it's it's a tough, the relationship part is tough, you know, and then uh, and then you meet someone that you like, you know, on the road traveling and then it's like, well, how often am I going to see you? And uh, you're like, damn, I, I don't know, uh, but I really like you, you mm-hmm. know, so it's like. Maybe you try to gear yourself back towards that city or, or something. You try to strategically, you know, play it. But uh, there's nothing pulling me back to L.A. for now. So that's why I want to take advantage of that. And yeah. Travel and get in with as many clubs and, you know, be as funny as possible to as many different people. And get a Midwestern girlfriend and an East yeah, Coast girlfriend. East Coast, yeah. Southern. Yeah. Southern, yeah. And just, uh, you know. Best of everything. Yeah, the best of it all, guys. Just Will Chamberlain it up. <laughs> But. Isn't there a, is there a comic that you could you know you just used a sports right. you know, reference? Is there a comic like ah and I'm gonna bang around the country like oh yeah 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 uh, I'm Milton Berle. Like, <laughs> well, the thing is, you don't want to advertise it if you are because then I don't know. Then you get the bad or I don't know. Then girls run because they think oh wow this guy hooks up with a lot of girls or something, and then you've defeated it. Or I don't know. Maybe girls cling to someone that hooks up with a lot of girls. I, I don't know how it works. I think it works both. I think. Yeah. I think both ways. Sure. Half run and half are attracted to right, that. I right. think is what I found. We're all crazy. Speaking of girls, I like them. Me too. There was a. Uh, did you see this new study that was released about uh, boobs? 
No, no, I did not. Yeah. Uh, the uh, the University of Nebraska-Lincoln, they had published a study. Great school, uh, great town. That uh, Yeah, I know someone who went there. Yeah. Philip Wise, who I work with on the morning show oh, as wow. well. Former professional Oscars. football player. Oh, wow, nice. Yeah, I played for the Vikings and the uh, New York Jets Sweet. back in the 70s. Anyway, their uh, study says that women look at boobs just as much as men. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure, yeah. Yeah, they do. They'll They'll point it out to you sometimes, too. Like, if you're... Walk, you know, you're being careful, so you're not even paying attention, and it's, you know, your girlfriend or your wife who's mm-hmm. like, look at that girl's boobs. And it's like, oh, thank you. Yes, it, I will. I love how they did this. They used eye tracking technology. This is what we're using technology for. Wow. They probably had a grant. They probably did for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they found that among 29 females and 36 male college students, the women were just as guilty of objectifying, of the objectifying gaze. Wow. That's, that's what it's referred they're to. They're just as guilty. So that's mm-hmm. so funny. Yeah. And then they're always checking to see if we're looking. So they see it, and then they want to see us see it. So they have something. You know what? Yeah. 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 I bet there's a uh, – we should come up with a measurement of, of of time that's in between them checking the girl out and then them checking us checking the girl out. There's got to be a name for so that true. Yeah, <laughs> unit double of time. Track. Yeah. It's a – yeah. What is that? Second, it's faster than sound. Track. Yeah. <laughs> Boom, boom. But they do. I mean, Cosmopolitan is women for women. Women, when they dress up, they dress up for other women. Like these, hollow, you'll see Halloween parties mm-hmm. uh, where everyone's dressing up like a sexy nurse or a, mm-hmm. you know, a hooker or somebody from a different time period. But it's in sexy attire. Like it could be the Flintstone era, but it's like sexy cave girl. Outfit. Sexy Bam Bam. Right. No like way. Anybody no. wore that. Yeah. <laughs> So, but but then they get home and you know they're you know they're they go to bed they get in pajamas and it's like whoa 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 like we were doing this whole thing I think Owen Smith has a funny joke about that but uh, so it's 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 like oh then why did you dress up so sl- slutty and provocative oh that's for other girls at the party you know and it's like well now I'm here alone with you and yeah yeah you know you're wearing headgear like, what the <laughs> hell <laughs> now you're wearing a baggy sweatshirt. Yeah, this is not good. This I don't like not, this. I don't like this yeah. costume at all. I know. I have a. Uh, I have a list here. I want to get your opinion on these yeah. things. These are things that uh, guys should never say to women. So I'm just going to read these to you and oh get boy. your thoughts on. Yeah. Them. All right. Yeah. Are you really going to eat all that? Oh my god! I can't imagine saying that to you. <laughs> you never have. Yeah. No. The thoughts crossed your mind. Oh, uh, you really gonna eat all that? Oh my god, that's funny. <laughs> How about? Uh, oh, I, I know I've done this one. Calling a girl crazy. You're crazy. In in a serious tone. Yeah. You're out of your mind. You're nuts. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think I would would do that even if she were. I mean, because if she is, then hearing those words are only gonna not help. That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I am crazy. Yes, I am. <laughs> Or no, I'm not. And then a knife comes out. How about this one? This is one I probably, I know I've done because uh, there have been times where I've lacked a bit of confidence. Sure. Can I kiss you? Have you ever asked before kissing a girl the first uh, time? Yeah, I mean, kind of. It's it definitely, that's a gray area because it can be like on the way in you can ask. Or if you already know the answer, you can ask. Or See, I like to maybe kiss other body parts before I go oh. for the mouth, just to show her that she's, she she knows what's coming. Oh, and uh, and then it, she knows it's coming, so it's now up to her to get out of the situation. You know, <laughs> not that I'm going to project myself, but you know what I'm saying. It's yeah, like yeah. she has to make it very clear now to me well, that, that she knows that at that yeah. point she knows your intentions, right? So it's like, oh, okay, uh, well, you know, or something. So, 
But, uh, God, there is nothing like going in for that kiss and being unsure if it's going to be returned. And if yeah. it, the moment it is, it's just magic, man, at any age. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. The, uh, how about this one? And I, uh, <laughs> I may have this one at my home this evening, but the game is on. <laughs> I kind of want to watch the Timberwolves home opener this yeah. evening. Oh, God. But the game is on. Yeah, that's that's got to that's got to go right to the spine. Yeah. Uh, Have you had uh, female uh, companions that have been sports fans, and then the ones that aren't? And- uh, yeah, some that are, some that aren't. And but it's never interfered with a relationship. But but what annoys me sometimes is when, uh, from a male perspective, is when uh, a girlfriend or a wife is just like oh, sports. And it's like, what do you mean? How is this isn't interfering? We have a great relationship. You're just looking for an excuse to to tweet something or to talk to your girlfriend. Oh, he's always watching the game. And it's like, not always. Just you know, I, I it's like it's not interfering. If it were interfering with our relationship, you have an argument, mm-hmm. you know. But mm-hmm. you're just looking for something to be annoyed about. Mm-hmm. You know? There are as many episodes. Here's my defense on that. Yeah. There are as many episodes of The Voice on each week as there right. are. Uh, Football games are they really? I is think that bad? <laughs> just about. God, so bad. and does that have judges? The Voice, is yeah, that, oh yeah. Is that Howard Stern or is that? Nope, yeah. that's the talent. America's Got okay. Talent. So, uh, and then the, the Voice name? is the one with uh, uh, CeeLo. Oh, the that's human right. bowling ball. Human bowling ball, and that's uh, all singing, right? Christina, Christina Aguilera. God, okay, yeah. that's singing. Do we sh- do we do a show where there's judges judging all these shows? Like you know, it's I I wonder if we it's the Nielsen that. rating system. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> and uh, and according to them, they're doing well. So yeah. And this is one I uh, this is one I have two daughters. Okay. So um, I I say that I say this one to them all the time as well as my girlfriend. Are you ready yet? To your girl. Except I switch it to, let's go. Right. Right. That's what you have to. Sometimes, you know, you, there are things that need to be barked at women, and then it's like, let's get the hell. Like, come on. Yeah. Get it's gotten to the shit. point where then uh, my girlfriend Ashley will say to my girls, then she gets onto their side and says, like, girls, I think daddy needs to say it one more time. Oh, wow. Let's go. Like, oh, now we're mocking me. Right. right. Yeah. Well, we do have somewhere to go. Yeah. That, well, do you give them a time? Like, if it's a one thirty, do you tell them be ready at one? Like, we're leaving. Oh, I do, do a con- I'll do, do a lie? countdown. But you'll, will you lie about the time just to get? No, I'm, I am. I need to start doing that. Yeah, I need to start saying when it's one thirty. Say, you know, one fifteen. Right. Or, or, they want us there at one, and then you leave. Yeah. Yeah. No, I do a countdown. We have twenty minutes. We're leaving in twenty minutes. Wow. Well, how old are the little kids? Five and seven. Okay, so yeah, they they, they need some wrangling. Wow, man. Yeah. <laughs> Kids in your future ever? What do you think? I think so, maybe, at some point. Um, I'll know in the next maybe three to four years, I think. Uh, five years. I don't, I don't know. I'm not against it. Let's say I'm not against it, but it's not a goal. There's definitely enough people on the planet, and mm-hmm. I have nieces and a nephew, and, and there's plenty of little shits out there that need guidance that you can always go and be a parent. That's always there. It might not be your seed uh, or your family name, but there's if if... if you know, if you, I, if you want to raise little shits and, and help uh, make a better world, that's always available. That's always there. <laughs> I like the way you said that, though. Yeah. You're not against it. Yeah, not against it. It's yeah. just not a goal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If yeah. it happens, great. But yeah. uh, if it happens, but yeah, yeah. there's plenty of uh, plenty of other places for my seed to end up. It's <laughs> <laughs> <That's> awful. <laughs> no, it's not <laughs> because you just gave a, you just made a great segue to something else I want oh, to cover perfect. here. Where are we on time? Oh yeah, hell yeah, it's time. Oh, okay. it's time for this. We're there. So, in honor of um, 
in honor of Halloween, you know, in Shocktober. Shocktober. We're, we're just Quick at the, we're, yeah. we're just wrapping up Shocktober. Today's Wednesday, the 30th. It's tomorrow. Uh, I, I went to a seance the other day and had, uh, and uh, contacted my dead grandmother. Wow. Yes. And she came up with a list of questions from the grave. From the grave. These are things that, uh, that I apparently in heaven, my grandmother did make it to heaven. Sure. I like to report. She said, uh, these are the questions everybody, you know, needs answers to before you get to where you're going. Right. And she's there, and uh, she, she suggested I ask you some of these questions. Absolutely. So, Grandma, what's her, this what Grandma her name? E- what's her Evelyn. Title? Grandma Evelyn. Okay. Evelyn. This is for her. Actually, both of my grandmothers named Evelyn. Are you serious? So, yeah, weird, huh? That's really insane. Yeah. And they were both from this part of the country? Uh, yeah, Minnesota. Is that a Swedish both? name, or is it a... Uh, one, is, one was Swedish, one German. Evelyn. Yeah. I know. Crazy, right? And now that Evelyn. name's making a comeback. My kids have uh, friends named Evelyn. God, Just okay. on a weird side note. But yeah. anyway, so uh, she she faxed these to me. Okay, they were faxed from the grave. Yes, and then uh, I put I took out my Sharpie and I put sure. some uh, stars next to the ones that uh, to really bring to your attention. Okay. So I'm going to hand these to you. Oh, you'll hand them to me. Okay. And then, you know, if you if you don't want to answer them, uh, you know, you just read aloud and skip by. But uh, if you'd like to answer, let's hear what you have to say. Okay. My grandma really wants to know. Uh, okay, um, oh my god, there's, uh, <laughs> wow, what should be, what is that one? Oh god. Come on, read okay, out loud. here we go, uh, what I like, what caught my eye was if you had to spend the rest of your life with the first person you had sex with, what do you think your life would look like now? Oh boy, uh, I'm glad that didn't happen, um, she's older, it would be cute, the kids would be cute, physically that wouldn't be a problem, oh, but, okay. uh, I think I would have. Uh, blown my brains out, pretty sure. Yeah, so I wouldn't. There wouldn't be a now. I Is there a good story behind the first one? No, it was just. Uh, I think it was quick. It was me trying to shake virginity as quick as possible. I think I, it was uh, a junior in college, so I waited a long time. Holy I was a late, moly, yeah, Patrick. late bloomer, man. Late Damn, bloomer. been trying to catch up ever since. Yeah, but uh, there's nothing like catching up, though. Oh yeah, it's fun. Uh, you know, but uh, so I was trying to catch. So I was just like, let's get this. Out of the you know out of the way here because wasn't for, like a professor or anything. No, 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 oh. older girl out of school, but uh, but uh, a Montana local. Um, no, no, no. Uh, <laughs> I don't know where she was from. From, but uh, we messed around and uh, you know because you wait because I was raised Catholic and I was like oh maybe I'll wait till marriage and then I was like what am I crazy? Well, I've already lost three or four years here. Let's get on it. But so that it wouldn't it wouldn't look like a life at all because I would have shot myself in the face. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, there's some good ones there's some good ones what is your what is your go-to porn video was asked by grandma evelyn mm-hmm. uh which is i think that's very interesting that uh she's kept up on the times you know with, with she's por- hoping you're going to say something from the 70s but if you don't that's fine as oh well. there is a good one uh there's a black and white one that we watched in uh <clears throat> it was old when i was in high school, I was in high school in the nineties, and mm-hmm. there was we got an old one that was black and white, but it was also supposed to be old. It was like Civil War. It was like kind of a reenactment porn. And Where did you get it? It was pretty phenomenal. I have no idea. It was a VHS, and uh, it was fantastic. And like in one of the scenes, there's a battle going on outside while uh, this girl is going down on a southern gentleman. You're right, and uh, and it was fantastic. And I think with with porn in, in general. It's not like when you're watching porn, you want the guy to have a big penis, you know, to, to stimulate the woman and everything. And people are like, oh, you like the big penis. And it's like, yeah, but it's, it's, not, that I'm gay. it's not the penis that I like. It's the reaction I'm getting from the woman. Mm-hmm. Like her, 
reaction, her face, her body, how she's like, you know, embracing the uh, the the body part. Sure. So it's 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 that that we're excited about. It's mm-hmm. not the penis, but no, sometimes no. it slip it, like the whole thing slips, and it's like, uh, oops, the middleman is the woman, and you're like, oh wow, now I'm directly attracted to the penis. That's when you need to start maybe <laughs> asking yourself other questions. Do you so, remember the title of this uh, uh, of this porn? Uh, I don't know. It was. Uh, what was it? There was he used a candle at one point. I think nipples are so hard. What a company. Uh I remember the lines to it. Uh and there it was so funny. And then I remember a line uh, uh from a movie we watch in my buddy's house and they just and it's funny because I had a friend with the same name who was there and the line was she had a mouthful of um stuff. Right. And she's right. like, Come in my mouth, Billy. After Billy. Already, yeah. She Billy, come some. in my mouth. Yeah. She's already got some in her mouth. Yeah. And she wants more. Mm-hmm. Is it from another guy? Uh, no, him. More him. Oh, so she wants him to come. Well, if he's already come in there, uh, yeah. But, but really... he's. She's saying that as he's climaxing mm-hmm. into her. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, then some was there. More was still arriving. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, but who ended up with the tape? Do you know that? You, uh, you which know one of you or which one of your still, buddies? It's still under investigation. It's. Uh, I think it comes down between Chris and John, and somebody's bullshitting. Because somebody's got that damn thing. And John married a girl from here, actually, funny enough, uh, from Minneapolis but uh, or St. Paul. I bet she doesn't know about it. She doesn't know about it. But that's, I've been, I, that's another time I came back here. But uh, that was fun. But yeah, damn it, John has it or Chris does. And somebody's lying because I know that damn <laughs> thing's out there. But yeah. It was, um, it was, uh, it was good. Uh, if you had to buy... Uh, Kim Kardashian and Kanye West a wedding. Did they get married? I thought they just had a kid together. Or? Uh, no, but they're engaged. They are. Okay. Yeah. I would. Uh, I'd just give their address to the Taliban. You know, <laughs> like, here you go, guys. Have at it. Right. That's my gift to the world. That's a great answer. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's why countries hate us, right? What TV shows do you hate that everyone else seems to love? Uh, what TV shows do you hate that everyone else seems to love? Uh, most network shows. You know, they're just garbage. Mm-hmm. So safe. Yeah. Uh, what is something other than drugs that you are addicted to? Coffee has been. I have to, kicking coffee is brutal. You know that's a tough one. Why would you? I don't know because I, I because the hangovers are tough. Like not that you know the, the day after I get like depressed and get the shakes, and I'm like maybe coffee isn't for me. Most people can drink coffee without depression and shakes the next day. You think really? Yeah, yeah. It's 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 pretty severe. Oh my goodness! It's, so it's either get hooked on it so that your body adjusts, or don't do it at all. Mm. You know, don't do it once in a while. I love coffee every day. Right. Oh yeah. Right. Every day you drink it. That's good. It's a good thing. Um, homeless. These are some great questions here. Uh, there was a good one. What is the uh, if you could sleep with a celebrity, who would it be? God, that's such a good. Or question. has that already happened? Uh, nobody. I mean, people that there have been people that are known, but nobody famous. But no, so. let's uh, no go with the original. Like what? Would... But who? I don't know. Who would you? What woman is out there that you? See, I, I get more attracted. Well, just an, I mean, you know, you can answer it as, yeah. you know, who's the most desirable? I like, I, you know, I've, for the last few years, I've liked Rosario Dawson. I thought she's beautiful and a good mix racially and, and good skin. And good stuff. Ra- yeah. I'm into <laughs> that because I have, I have light skin and it, it makes me vomit. But uh, so I'm always looking yeah, at a woman's ditto. skin. <laughs> yeah. But, well, then along those lines, uh, Selma Hayek. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She's mm-hmm. fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's she's hot. I grew up in a neighborhood in St. Paul where uh, it's weird because we've been talking about how, like, you know, a Minnesota Scandinavian uh, heritage and all the Germans and, the, you know, your German sure. ancestry here. Uh, I went to a school in St. Paul where white was the minority. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So 
I went to a lot of school. I went to school with a lot of very attractive Mexican, you know, Hispanic oh, you girls. Here in St. Paul. Yeah. See, 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 Interesting. And I think it led to the Selma Hayek infatuation. Yeah, that'll happen. It's that opposite thing that is forbidden fruit, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it's funny about the, the racial breakup in different cities. Like, I was with Nick in Boston, and uh, a black guy and a white guy almost fought in a movie theater. And uh, and it, Nick was like, wow, you don't see white guys stand up to black. He's like, where I'm from in Minnesota, like, <laughs> we, we don't, it's just, you don't see it. Everybody uh-uh. just is kind of afraid of black people, you know, <laughs> uh, for whatever reason. Yeah, I know what so, high school Nick went to, and yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he, I'm sure he had to watch himself longer yeah. than everybody else. So that's interesting. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, well, Graham Evelyn, I hope that these were some... What's the most someone should pay for a quarter of ounce of pot? I have no idea. Would that be $20? I have no idea. Is that too much? I don't know anything about making those purchase. What should be on? Uh, here's a question. What should be on everyone's bucket list? That's a term I can't stand because I think it was invented by that movie. I don't think there was such a thing as a... I don't think there was a phrase of bucket list, was there? I don't Before even know. Before that stupid movie came out. And now, I, I, I don't know. I shouldn't be annoyed at that term, but for some reason I am. You know, one of the questions I didn't highlight is, that, well, then you, you've already answered right. one of the questions you weren't even going to get to, which is, what's a phrase that we should get rid of? Oh, that would be... Bucket well, yeah. list. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. God. And then here's a good one. Have you ever been robbed? And if so, what was the outcome? Uh, if you're out there, <laughs> the only time... I, there's been three instances where, uh, like, twice with girlfriends and once with my own car that got broken into, and it was only because things were visible... You know, if nothing's visible, your car's not getting broken into. Right. If your change jar is open, uh, there's a tray, or there's CDs, or, well, not CDs anymore, but uh, a purse, a bag. But there's been four instances. One was my mom, two different girlfriends, and myself, where uh, smash and grab, and it was always because something was visible. Never was something, you know, and they're not going to break and look in. And No. That, so. And was it ever anything of yours sitting out? Uh, no, I just had change. Uh, both, both girlfriends had CDs and my mom's purse for some reason. Uh, she just left her purse in the car or whatever. But, uh, and my dad was really happy about that. One more <laughs> thing that, that we got to hear about. <laughs> Sounds like there's some good memories yeah, yeah, there. There's, some good, there's, some, there's a lot of yelling, a lot of, a lot of yelling, a lot of reminders. <laughs> Here, maybe yeah. there's maybe you need to answer one of those three, and one then we're going to wrap up. Handed three questions here, and we're going to wrap up. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, should I read all three of them? Uh, you pick one. What are, what are I, while you're reading those, I'm going to say that uh, people that are listening here, feel free to uh, l- you know leave comments. If you haven't liked us yet on Facebook, No Laugh Track, please do. The numbers are still climbing. We got a. Uh, uh, I don't know what happened, but with the uh, number of likes on Facebook really jumped last week. That was oh, nice to see. That is good. And uh, if you have comments, you know, uh, on iTunes, that would be fantastic. Please do. I've had some people contacting me on Twitter, uh, some listeners. I love right. that. So please keep that coming. I'm on Twitter at St. Paul Rock City. And uh, yeah, back to Patrick to answer one of those questions. Um, here's, if you wanted to give off a subtle rapey vibe, what would you say to a girl, right? Yeah. I think I would say, like, hey, why don't we get out of these wet clothes and go back to my place? I think that's a safe, creepy thing. You'd <laughs> yes. be like, what are you? These clothes aren't even wet. I think that's funny, though. <laughs> I like that. Uh, and I did, I, I once popped, it says, what was the most awkward time you popped a boner? Uh, I once I once popped one after a football game. Like, I was in my football gear outfit, and uh, we had won the game, and I was just sitting on the sideline because the game was winding down. 
And then we were taking pictures afterwards, and I had to like adjust <laughs> no. it. And you can kind of see some bulge, and it's like, oh, is there? A, you know, it's one of those half mass things. Right. Someone's like, oh, is a cup? Are you wearing a hard cup? Like, what's going on? Is your cup sideways? Yeah. Like, why? <laughs> yeah. So it's weird. It's like, why do I have half an erection after a football <laughs> game with a jock strap? That's and you played college, in, or you played football in college? I was supposed to. I ended oh. up hurting my knee in high school, so I stopped playing. What was uh, this a high school picture then, or college? it was a high school game? Oh. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, what is this? And you know, it's with a bunch of people and fans and cheerleaders, so it's not a big deal because there's so much other activity in the photto but it's just like this is is that very an opportune time i think when guys have been standing all day you'll notice that even if you've been standing all day or running around and then when you sit even though it's not libido driven like sexual desire or anything all of a sudden you get an erection you're like what's the, this is weird i just sat down and because your body hasn't had a chance to get blood there or something and you have a quota i think your body has a quota for a quota during a day that, that's probably right yeah so it was like uh maybe it was quota time or something <laughs> we had that good look i went to high school in orange county we had beautiful cheer you know yeah. amazing girls so could have been just been the sunlight hit you right yeah that's who knows true. it's true uh is that where you sign people's yearbook <laughs> With with uh, <laughs> on the picture, on the, yeah, right, yeah, on the, yeah, just just draw over the over the erection and uh, Highlight, doesn't take highlighted. a lot of ink. <laughs> hey how's everybody doing? Uh well, thank you for doing this. Oh yeah, it's great to us. meet you. Yeah, likewise. we've never so, met, so I, I appreciate it. And uh, I hope it's fulfilling for people that listen. I hope so too. Tell people where they can follow you on Facebook or uh, Twitter if they aren't already. Yeah, are you on Facebook? Uh, I'm first on of Facebook all. and Twitter, uh, Patrick Keene. Uh, spelled like the band from England, K-E-A-N-E, and then on Twitter, at Citizen Keen, uh, and then also Keen of Comedy on YouTube. Oh, yeah. So, yeah I watched a couple of, of those. Yeah, there's some squirreliness. You know? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Patrick, thank you. Thank you, sir.